Good morning. We're on day 54 of the New Testament uh, first quarter, and it is we are moving out of Galatians and into Romans, which both were written by Paul, as the uh, devotional talks about. And it gives, uh, you know, it, it, it talks about how uh, we, he's talking, he's talking about idol worship and the, um, the devotional that the guy mentioned, like we probably don't see many people worshiping idols like they did back in the day where they would, you know, carve them and put them up and have certain times and stuff where they worship. Although it does happen largely throughout the world, but typically where we live, uh, that that's kind of a rarity to see. Um, but he does mention about how anything can become idols. And, you know, examples would be uh, like uh, he mentioned instead of looking at science and seeing how it shows us how wonderful God is and how he, we can use it to learn more about him and the, his creation, uh, we, we worship science and uh, try to use it to prove he doesn't exist. Um, or about, like, the earth. Like, I mean, obviously the Bible teaches to take care of things to steward things wisely. Um, But then, you know, we have it where we can take it to the far extreme where we're not even looking for God in that part. We're worshiping essentially the the earth and the creation in it. Um, So with that... I will go ahead and go into reading. And, you know, maybe try to, while we're reading it, to think about what are areas in our life where we have um, put idol worship in place. Uh, I know for me, I've done it with relationships, with friends, with my wife, Kelsey, our our kids. Um, I've done it with my animals, having them as, you know, idols and not realizing it. Um, I'm a guy, so I like objects and toys. It's really easy, I think, for guys to to do that or with sports or money. I mean, you name it, I probably have made it an idol at some point in my life. Um, but, you know, just for each of us to kind of try to think about that and remember who we are in him. Paul, a servant of Christ, called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God, the gospel he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures regarding his son, who, as to his earthly father, was a descendant of David, and who, through the spirit of holiness, was appointed the Son of God and power by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him we received grace and apostleship to call all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith for his name's sake. And you also among those Gentiles who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. And 
sorry about the the Alexa uh, reminder. To all in Rome who are loved by God. And are called to be his holy people. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I'll receive that grace and peace, Paul. Thank you. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is being reported all over the world. God, whom I serve in my spirit in preaching the gospel of his Son, is my witness how constantly I remember you in my prayers at all times. And I pray that... Sorry about that. God, whom I serve in my spirit and preaching in the gospel of his Son, is my witness how constantly I remember you in my prayers at all times. I pray that now at the last, at last by God's will, at last by God's will, the way may be open for me to come to you. I long to see you so that I may impart to you some spiritual gifts to make you strong, that is, that you and I may mutually be encouraged by each other's faith. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that I planned many times to come to you, but I've been prevented from doing so until now, in order that I might have a harvest among you, just as I have among the other Gentiles. I am obligated both to Greeks and non-Greeks, both to the wise and to the foolish. That is why I am so eager to preach the gospel also to you who are in Rome. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and then to the Gentile. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from the first to the last, just as it is as it is written, justice will live, or righteousness will live by faith. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against the godless and the wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness, since that may be known about God, since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature has been clearly seen, being understood from what was what has been made so that people are without excuse. For although they know God, they neither glorify him as God nor give thanks to him. Sorry. Um, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human uh, human being and birds and animals and reptiles. Therefore, God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie 
and worshipped and served created things rather than the Creator, whoever or who is forever praised. Amen. Because of this, God gave them over to their shameful lust. Even the women exchanged unnatural uh, sexual relations, or sorry, even their women exchanged natural sexual sexual relations for unnatural ones. In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men, received and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Furthermore, just as they do not think it is worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind so that they do what ought not to be done. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanders, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy. Although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do those things, but also approve of those who practice them. Father, help us not to be like those that you've uh, that you've shown to us in the scripture uh, in the latter part of the scripture help us to be like uh, the ones Paul was talking about where he was so happy to have their faith reported all over the world because of how they were living help us to live by your spirit and to preach the gospel of your son to everyone at all times, by word of mouth or by how we live, that they're able to see those fruits that we've learned about in Galatians. Help us not to be ashamed ever, but to have courage and faith and trust in you to um, to be humble, but to be willing to uh, to live. Um, to live by righteous faith in you and and to do what your will is and to do what is right. In times where or in areas of our hearts where we have created idols in place of you, where we have put relationships or, or our animals or a job, uh, income, ideas, anything, any and everything that we put in the wrong place of you that we've created idols out of. I ask, Holy Spirit, that you show us and that you help us in renouncing those idols and putting them to the cross with Jesus and receiving him to rule over those parts of our lives with his iron scepter um and that you know eventually all of our hearts will be completely covered and ruled by you Jesus 
that's our desire. Um, but we know that that we each have. I mean, we all sin. Uh, we all still have sinful desires in our hearts that aren't good. And the more we give into them, the more we allow those areas of our hearts to grow, and the more we um, push you out instead of letting you rule. And then, you know, it says at some point, our uh, they neither glorified God nor gave thanks to him. But by their thinking, they became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Father, I, I ask that we no longer let any parts of our hearts be foolish and darkened. That uh, your, your shining light expose every areas of our hearts, all of our evil and sinful desires, so that and we can bring them to you, Father, and ask for forgiveness and have them purged out of our life and so that you, Jesus, will reign. And for those that have already started to go, have already gone down that path where their hearts have been darkened and are uh, have been given over to the uh, oh, what did it say here? I gotta find it. Um, well, to the depraved mind, so they do what they ought not to, ought what ought not to be done. I ask Father that you put in place of those people um i mean i know you don't give up uh so i i i just ask that they they be around people who do know you who have their trees uh that their fruits that we talked about in galatians just riping over with with all of the fruits you know every where they when they look at those people they see Jesus and there's no denying it and that you know maybe you know just maybe they'll decide to eat of some of those fruits and and decide to to be uh, to start to become like you and to give in to letting your light shine in their life and be restored back to you um, I know it's definitely possible so I uh, but I also know that the cleansing, like before we can help others, we we have to take the uh, plank out of our own eyes, and this is part of it. So we thank you for all of that. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for working on us. We thank you, uh, Jesus, for your peace and your grace and for uh, you healing our hearts and ruling over our hearts, Jesus. And we ask all this in your wonderful name. Amen. Hope you all have a great weekend.